0: All right, you got your camera, you got a bag, you ready to go? Jump on in, we're heading down the road. My name's April, and I'm an award-winning landscape photographer and tour guide. I've been leading small group photo tours for over 20 years. For photographers, non-photographers, and anyone else that just likes to go for a great trip. So welcome to my podcast, Eyes for the Road. Thanks for joining me once again on Eyes for the Road. I'm getting ready to head out. It's October, my favorite time of year to go travel. So I have uh, saved aside a few episodes and a few interviews from previous conversations this summer ca- covering a varying uh, different destinations. And last night, I just heard that Spike Island in Cork Harbor was named Europe's leading tourist attraction. Uh, beating out the Eiffel Tower in Paris, and the Colosseum in Rome. So Spike Island in Cork, this is Ireland. So if Ireland is somewhere you haven't visited, you may want to consider it. Um, We've had a previous episode on Ireland, but on this episode, we'll be talking to Carolyn and Phil of inroadsireland.com. And what I love about Ireland is... Ireland's a great place to visit, whether it's a first-time destination, there's a family connection. We have many reasons why we seek out a destination. My personal reason for visiting Ireland was my great-grandmother came to Ireland as a baby. So there was that ancestry, that history link of why I wanted to go and check out this country. And a lot of others may feel the same way. So you may want to check out Ancestry.com. We're heading into holiday season as well. So you may be talking to relatives and finding out where your ancestors came from. And that may spike spark an interest in a destination that you may not have previously thought about going to. Another big event that happens in Ireland in September is the matchmaking festival. And maybe you're a little nervous about going there by yourself, and maybe you're a little nervous about taking a tour by yourself to Ireland. Carolyn and Phil of Inroads Ireland offer a little bit different approach. I, I like what they have to offer. They're a husband and wife team, so that you'll be hearing about how they met. You'll be hearing about their types of tours, which aren't big bus tours, and it might give you um, an impetus to join a small group and get your feet wet into Ireland. Some of the challenges I found, which they weren't big challenges overall, considering Ireland was the first country outside the United States I personally visited myself, was it is a little mind-boggling to drive on the opposite side of the road, but considering if you live in Los Angeles or a big metropolitan area, there's no traffic out there. So, you know, you, you can pretty much have the road most of the time yourself. It's just that thought process of, you always gotta be on the opposite side of the road. And even when you're walking, thinking about crossing a street, you're we're so programmed to look one direction and you need to think about looking the opposite way when crossing the streets. But Ireland, roads versus, say, Los Angeles, you know, large cities in any of our big states, Chicago, any other metropolitan areas, they're fairly narrow, but they also have a real lack of traffic. If anything, you're going to get a little nervous in the towns just because of the width of the roads. But fear not. I really feel like it's a great place to explore on your own. So let's tune in with Carolyn and Phil. This was a phone interview and they're both on the phone. So I apologize for a little bit of the quality, but hope you'll bear through it. And I'll put in the show notes, their website and all of the other good information. So let's get started. And today I'm excited to um, introduce you to Carolyn and Phil of inroadsireland.com. That's I N. R-O-A-D-S, Ireland.com. And they've got some unique, small tours. So if you want something that's more boutique, more specialized, small group, but not by yourself, this is a, sounds like a really good option. So I'm going to go ahead and let Carolyn and Phil tell us a little bit about themselves and about their trips. So thanks for joining me today,
1: Carolyn and Phil. Oh, you're very welcome, April. Thank you very welcome. Thanks yeah. for having us. Oh, great. great. to be here. Yeah. yeah what we did as kind of really different is that um so i'm carolyn and here's Phil. yes that's me <laughs> and uh he's from dublin ireland and we actually met while um i was traveling around ireland and he was working as a tour guide for like a bigger company mm-hmm. and kind of taking people to all of them beautiful spots but very much on a standard tourist route you know mm-hmm. and um so we got married and came to America and he kept saying like I'd love to put a tour together, you know, to take my fr- friend, friends to these more unique places where you can stay in smaller towns and we need a smaller bus to get around. Right. So, you know, over conversations we decided we looked at each other one day and said, Let's start a business and do exactly that and make it more than just our friends. Right. So oh, that's, that's great. Back in two thousand and six and then um two thousand and seven we had our first tour and the whole approach was really um, small groups, back rows, authentic experience, so that you're really learning about the history, folklore. It's a more easygoing pace, kind of like if you're a driver on Ireland and it's yourself. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to stop at photos, that's fine. If you want to stay longer to place, that's fine. Um, we include breakfasts with the tours, but um, we, we give you free time for lunch and dinner so that people can have their own little adventures and find food to their taste. So it's kind of a nice mix between, like, you're with a group, but you also have some independent time as well. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's then we have, nice. yeah, we have three. So we started with one tour, our Go South tour, and it, it was super popular. So we've expanded that because Ireland kind of naturally divides into three geographic regions the North, the West, and the South. Mm-hmm. We had a one week Go South tour, a one week West tour, and one week North tour. Really highlighting unique sites where, and you'll see in small towns, locally owned guest houses and B&Ds, Really getting you off the of beaten track for that really, you know, unique Irish experience.
2: Yeah, one, one thing I'd say add to that too is that you know most most tours and routes that people, even when they do it themselves, you know, whether it's you know they design it themselves or they have a company design here or they do a big bus tour, most of those routes are designed about specific places that are popular, right. and then people are just trying to organize transport to those sites. Um, whereas with us. Um, where our, our tours aren't really designed on whether something's popular or not. It's about whether it's really great. And we really listen to people's feedback, you know, and we actually do change our routes based on how much people like things. And it's kind of amazing that it, it, it's never the most popular thing that people come back with. It's always some small, intimate outway place or some great local experience that they have in a small town. And they're the things that, you know, you really should try and look for in Ireland. It's very much a people place, isn't it, Caroline? And, like just yeah. uh, people mm-hmm. are super friendly and engaging, and like your biggest memories of going to Ireland, they're probably going to be your interactions with locals. And so we've really tried to give people those uh, experiences and put them in places where they can have more authentic local experiences. So nothing's really put on. You know, you'll stay in a locally owned B and B. You know, we'll, uh, I'll often like stop midday for coffee oh, you know. Nice. coffee or tea and you know we'll stop at a little local kind of cafe or even a little bar that's open earlier on just to kind of have those little kind of moments and you know people can get out and start chatting to locals and you'd be amazed at what you find and the amount of fun that you have uh, from those types of things and uh, also you know I'd I'd also mention too like that you know because we're not necessarily trying to provide you transport between specific sites so the route that we take is not necessarily a straight shot I mean I'll go way out of my way to go from like A to B because the route itself is beautiful and stunning mm-hmm. and full of great history and fantastic scenery and those kinds of things so we really kind of think of the, the time on the bus or the route between sites as part as, as one of the big experiences of our tours too and people really love that because it's uh it's, it's kind of uh you know being on the bus is not a drag it's actually one of the highlights because you learn so much about folklore and history and you see so much stuff along the way and of course you can stop anytime you want as well see
0: that sounds perfect you know to take the more scenic back roads and and leave the driving to someone that's more experienced
2: Exactly You know Because you can You can waste So much time Getting lost in Ireland You know And then I mean Ireland Is a great place To get lost in Don't get me wrong And that's that's actually A really fun thing When you have Limited time And a lot of people They really only have A week or maybe Two weeks maximum To see Mm -hmm. You know Ireland And you really Don't want to waste That you know Kind of lost in maps And you know Trying to find things And then A lot of times You don't really know That thing you're going to Is actually going to be As great as everyone Tells you it is You know So we've sort of doing all that work for you, and we've ensured that Henry see is going to be really fulfilling and really authentic.
0: So I notice you offer tours pretty much most all year round. Is
1: that true? No, not really. Yeah, yeah. No, we kind of stick more to um, just May through September, actually, because um, with our small groups, there's only a maximum of 14 people in the tour group, and mm-hmm. um, I'm pretty far north from a latitude perspective, so in summertime you have those really long days of light. Like it could be midnight and you can still see light oh, yeah. outside. And, oh wow! Um, May, July, so and it's sunnier and the, the countryside is a wash in color and everything's open and available. So and we only do tours from May to September because that's the best time of year to be there. And um, from like a you know cost perspective, airfare you'll see oftentimes deals. You know going oh, yeah. and this and that. But there will maybe be a couple hundred dollars difference. And Ireland in winter is, is damp and, <laughs> and it's rainy and cooler. So we just prefer people to come in the summer when it's like the prime time of year to be there. Yeah. And it's
2: right. beautiful. Well, that makes
1: sense. Yeah. Yeah. And like people are
2: often sort of a little upset with, with trying to get Ireland to Ireland kind of what they perceive as off season, but like for like like say company for us, pretty much the whole summer is off season because we're not going to, you know, your standard routes or your or you necessarily your standard places that everyone else goes to. So you really won't see a lot of other tourists. Once you get off those well trodden routes, uh, it's pretty much off season year round. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, do you also sometimes tailor a trip if you have like a specific, you know, a small group that came to you, like whether it's a, a family or, you know, um, you know, sometimes there's multi-generational groups that get together and decide to travel together? Yeah,
2: you know, we we do get a lot of people kind of You know, calling us and asking us to do that. But, you know, we always sort of resist doing it because uh, quite often people will, they'll get to buy books and they'll go on the websites and they'll look at bigger companies' routes and they'll think, oh, that's what I should do because that's like the popular thing. And people will be constantly asking us to do this. And that's not really what we like to do. We like to sort of, you know, cherry pick the best places in Ireland. And that's what we've done with our tours. And so we feel like that if you customize them, you sort of like make making them less good in a way, you know?
1: Right. And uh, one, other, one like option that we've come up with, because we have been approached by family groups and things like that, is that oftentimes there's like, maybe they have, like say 10 people and they want like the, say, I don't know, the certain part of the country, you know, they're interested in. So they'll actually do a tour with us and they give us, give some acclimated to Ireland and get them a feel for the Irish people. And then afterwards they'll, because we don't do the airfare. Those kind of are tours so you can really do what you want before and afterwards. Mm-hmm. And um, so after the tour before the tour whatever works best, they'll actually go spend, like, say, three or four days at that particular family site or, you know, what they want to do because... So it's really a nice blend of the two models that you you get your nice tools, uh, learn about everything, and then you got to go on your own family excursion. And
2: yeah. and also then they'll have had like a you know if we're doing it that way, especially if you do it tour, you'll have a week of traveling around with myself or one of our other guides, and we're like real experts on the country. We've been everywhere, so we can tell you you know don't waste your time going to that thing, you know, spend your time at this thing, you know, and then we really kind of help them plan out those experiences. And it's amazing like people will come on tours and, you know, we'll get to know each other really well and get a sense of what they like and don't like. And then it becomes very, very clear what they should see and what they shouldn't see, you know, and mm-hmm. that they, that people really love that because it, it saves them so much time and then they get a much better experience.
0: Oh, exactly. And they're getting to spend a little bit, they're not rushing from say major attraction to just check that off. They're really experiencing. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, and that's actually a really good point because like it's, like two of the biggest things in Ireland is that are like the, the cliffs of Moher, and then you've got the giant causeway. And they're like opposite ends of the of the country. But so <laughs> people will often like, especially if they want customized tours, or they, they ask us to customize, they always say, Oh, I really want to see like the giant causeway and the cliffs of Moher, and I'm like, Well no, you don't don't do that because you'll spend all your time driving between those things and you won't really right. enjoy those places. It's better to stick to a geographic area like the north, the west, the south and concentrate on that and uh, you know, really enjoy the time that you have there. Exactly.
0: So you mm-hmm. were born in Ireland, Phil? Was that it?
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> born born and raised in the old country as they say, you know, so that the whole family goes back to Prehistory, really, you know, they so don't really get much more Irish than, than me. No, <laughs> but that's just, wonderful. I mean, that's pre- the way
0: yeah. to go see it. I mean, because you get people that do other tours that they're not really from there, they don't have that,
1: you know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, and a lot of like you know a lot of people you know and I know there's a lot of sort of good natured sort of travel agents out there, and and many times they've, they've even gone to Ireland a lot of times themselves, but generally they tend to stick to those more well trodden routes, and that tends to be what they recommend. And we hear all the time, you know, it's basically the same itineraries coming up again and again and again. And so, you know, just with my own sort of background in Ireland and the history and my relatives living all over the country and, you know, I love to explore and I've been exploring the country, you know, by foot and by bike since I'm about, you know, 14 or 15. So I've I've been to every single town in Ireland that I've been on every body of water. And uh, so I, I really can tell you from firsthand experience, like almost everything that you Mm -hmm. can do in the country.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. And you know, like the different seasons and what kind of, yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, exactly. Did you do the photography then as well on your site? Because you have some. Yeah, beautiful. yeah. Both
2: myself and Carolyn, we're, we're sort of, uh, I wouldn't say we're professional photographers, but we're very avid photographers. And we love to get out and take pictures. And uh, almost all the pictures on our site are actually taken during our tours. So these are actually real, actual places that you get to and, and the kind of seasons that you'll see them in as well. Because we never, we never use like stock photography. And uh, I mean, I mean, we both like to take pictures so much that our, our tours are, are pretty much already sort of photography tours because you can like, you know, we've chosen the best routes to go with the best views. We try and time things so you get there with the best light. Mm-hmm. And then we're very willing to stop anytime you want as well. So if, you, if you're driving along a nice country road and you see a cute little thatch cottage, you know, you know, you can tell us to pull over and we will and we'll all get out and we'll all start taking pictures together, you know. Right. It's <laughs> so, actually right. really fun. That's fun. It sounds wonderful. Yeah, and one of the nice things about that too is because, you know, we, we do that so often that we really get a feel for, you know, what's a good angle and what's really the nice time to be there for this particular site. And we've tried to sort of change the routes over the years to sort of capitalize on that as well.
0: Hmm. So when you stay in the small towns, what about food? Are people kind of on their own? Do you give them some options? I mean... It sounds wonderful
1: to eat local. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and Ireland has been ahead of the whole farm table movement, I mean, for forever. Right. So, um, so that's great. Um, so, yeah, that's a really good question. So breakfasts um, so are included at these B&Bs, and they have a nice array of things that you can you know, request. But for, say, lunches and dinners, um, we always, you know, when you come into a town, we'll give like, you a little overview. Mm-hmm. And say, oh, this place is kind of famous for their chowder. This place is, you know, we have a vegetarian or a vegan person. We know this place has so some really nice options there. Oh, if someone wants, you know, whatever. Um, we point different places out. And then sometimes for lunch, we'll say, like, oh, if you just want to go to the local market and get a deli sandwich and go sit by a river oh, and, you know, write nice. your journal. I mean, people can, it's, it's your vacation. We really want people to make it a, a, a fun and unique experience for themselves. So they'll, so that's like, you know, lunchtime and Then the evening time, we get, you come into the overnight town and you check into your accommodation. And then we do the same sort of thing. That you, you get a little tour, you point out some places where some pubs are, where some music might be going on. And then we say, okay, let's all meet. You know, we'll be leaving about 9 the next day, and breakfast starts around 8. So see you tonight or stay in, do whatever you like. If somebody wants to go for walks in the evening or, like you know, we have quite many, quite some photographers on our tours. And they'll love. They'll bring a tripod, and they'll go out and um, oh, you know, just wow. watch the sunset. Oh wow! And just you know, or grab something light and go sit by the water and just do some great photography. Um, it's whatever you want it to be for
0: you. Hmm. No, oh, the tours sound wonderful. So if people want to sign up, they should visit your website and. Um, Check out the different options. Um, any suggestions on how far in advance sometimes they
1: may need to book? Or Yeah, that's, that's a really great question. So we released our um, announced our 2018 tour dates at the end of May, and we're already about 40% sold out for next year. Wow. So And we have some tours that are close to selling up. There's only 14 people on a tour, and we oftentimes have maybe two or three couples traveling with each other mm-hmm. or maybe a small family group. So, you know, you can get six people booking the tour and that's almost half a tour right there. So we really do recommend if, if this is a experience you want to do for 2018, um, book it now. Oh, I agree. <laughs> um, Definitely. Because reservations are on a first come first served basis. And it's just a matter of, you know, getting your spot, you know, finding the route that you like and, um, finding the dates that work for your schedule and then, I you said on our website, inroadsireland.com, we've got all the trip itineraries, the fact sheets, um, an online booking page, maps. We even have an entire page dedicated to trip preparation and frequently asked questions for the first-time traveler to Ireland. So, to things about their money and weather and using electrical gadgets. We really tried to think of all those commonly asked questions. So. Um, yeah, I would just say, as soon as someone's ready to say, I want to go to Ireland, book on our website, and uh, pick the route, and pick a date, and go ahead and sign on up. I what agree. I was going to mention is that oftentimes people might want to spend more than a week. So our tours are designed so that they can be linked together for either two oh. or three weeks or just one. No, nice. they do give a combination of for people that want
0: to do that. Oh, that's a really good yeah. thing to point out in case, yeah, someone is able to take a little bit more time away and wants to link yeah. it that makes a lot oh. of sense but it's also nice not that they're no, already in you know increments of a week since like you said unfortunately yeah, America, yeah. you know in the united states yeah. most of us get like a week here
2: you know yeah Right. A lot of people, you know, when, when they come to Ireland, it, it's often kind of like a trip of a lifetime for a lot of people. You know, they've had this kind of Irish background or they've been dreaming of it for a long time. And, you know, it, it might be like an expensive endeavor for them with flights. And so if you, if you pool the trips together, then you, you're really only paying for one flight rather than three separate flights, <laughs> you know. So a lot of people like to do that as well. Right, exactly. And as far as the
0: rooms are set up, um, some trips—is there a single supplement if someone's wanting their own room?
1: I imagine there is. Right. So the so the price of the tours are based on double occupancy, but for solo travelers, there's a two hundred seventy-five dollar single supplement. Oh, that's pretty reasonable. That's really reasonable.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's one of the lowest kind of in the in the tourist markets for Ireland, actually. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I travel a lot on my on my own. So I love, I love. We like to be very fair for solo travelers. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Another thing that we do too is like, oftentimes, you know, like, you know, like, because we're like Carol was saying, we're sensitive to, to solo travelers having done it herself so much. But you know, like, oftentimes, you book a trip or a hotel, they stick you in that weird back room next to the trash can, you know, <laughs> and uh, so we. We've, we've, we've really worked with the B&Bs and the guest houses and all those little boutique hotels that we stay in. And we've made it clear to them that, you know, if somebody is a solo traveler, they get a room that is just as beautiful as, as the couples. So, you know, <laughs> so oh, you'll get really, that nice view. That right. nice spaces. That's really yeah. thoughtful because you, you're, you're so correct. I have run
0: into that myself traveling. You know, being the you you do you get the small odd room back back by the back stairs. Yeah, right yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Wonderful. Well thank you so much for your time today, Carolyn and Phil. And please oh, you're
1: welcome.
0: um if you know, if you're interested in the tours, go to inroadsireland dot com. If you have any questions, um they've got their phone number right on their page. They've got a contact form. But their site is really beautiful. It's really nicely laid out. So I highly encourage you if you're looking for a trip to Ireland, this really may offer you a wonderful option to go. So thanks for joining me today on eyesfortheroad.com. I hope you're all got your cameras and are heading out for some wonderful fall colors and fall foliage. You can check out my website at eyesfortheroad.com and look over some of the past episodes. I've covered Bennington, Vermont, Conway, New Hampshire, and destinations in Maine. You may also wanna look and see about upcoming trips for 2018. Those are on fallphototrips.com. And as always, if you have questions or there's a place you're interested in seeing, or you need some help planning a photo tour somewhere, please leave me an email at april at aprilart.com. So happy travels. Keep your camera ready and take care. See you next time.